0: I'm David Rovix, and you are listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones.
1: Welcome to the Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempted and faith. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select the help of our friend Synchronicity
0: Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here in Skyler's graveyard-adjacent graveyard adjacent basement studio with our musical guest, Kendall Winter. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Kendall. Thank you. The date is December 19th, 2018. We're on the cusp of the Solstice, and we're going to be joined by several of your friends down here in the basement studio for these musical divinations, and you have a list of eight songs that are going to be the oracle fodder for these musical divinations. Would you mind noodling a little bit of beauty on that banjo of yours while I read the song titles? Song number one, Waiting for the Taker. Song number two, Rocking Chair. Song number three, Dreaming of Babylon. Song number four, The Sky is Green. Song number five, Pull on the Rains. Song number six, I See It Differently. Song number seven, Rise and Fall. And song number eight, Earl Grey Morning. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. We're going to take six questions from our guests. And the last question of the show is going to be asked by... Well, it's already been asked. I just haven't read it yet. It's on, uh, it's on a piece of paper. And I, this is where the paper fetishists so all gather around the speakers. We hear that lovely sound of Kendall's question, which will be revealed... At the end of the show, and answered by the last song on the board, and that leaves one other question, which is mine, and I, I am having a a little bit of a, I don't know, have a bit of a duality going on in my life, uh, and as we are approaching the, the solstice, I want to have a really, I want to ask a, a really uh, potent question, but. I have two sort of themes of questions that I can I can approach. One is a question about things that I'm appreciating that are going on in my life, and then of course, like a lot of people, there's things that are making my life more difficult. So I have a question about things that are making me more making my life more difficult, and then a question about some of the things that are pleasant that are going on in my life. So I don't know which one to ask, and so what I'm going to do. Actually, I know which one I want to ask. I want to ask about the things that are bugging me. <laughs> but I'm trying to I'm giving I'm taking any opportunity to try and save us all from that. So, <laughs> I have the coin here. We don't usually do this, but if it lands I'm going to do a flip and if it lands on heads, I will ask the the question of uh, appreciation and gratitude. If it lands on tails, I will ask the question of complaint and dissatisfaction. So, here we go.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: flipping it ah oh. came of tails okay Uh-oh. <laughs> okay well you know we trust we got to trust the synchronicity here so well listeners to this show will know that yes that the last show we did with David Rovix had some uh, real-time controversy Going on while it was happening, and uh, and I actually asked a question about it. We were going to have Brett Club, in as a guest, and he wasn't able to make it. We just got our wires crossed, so there was an extra point where I could ask a question, which doesn't usually happen that I ask two questions on a show, but in this case, there was something going on during the taping. There was someone who was posting things about me on one of the. Uh, less savory social media platforms and it was untrue and it led to my getting a lot of pushback from people who believed the untrue thing and were supporting their friend in uh coming after me about it and it actually that's the reason i i wasn't able to make it to your show at rhythm and rye because i just didn't feel i didn't feel safe really going out with people being really really angry about me at me about stuff that wasn't true and the nature of it he had said that I was gonna call him an anti-Semite on my show and so a lot of people who have really strong feelings about Israel and strong feelings of loyalty to him were sort of coming at me in ways that felt uh, well yeah, just didn't feel safe and uh, there was even a a weird little twist of synchronicity in this in that uh, Brett who had come onto the show a year ago to apologize for believing lies that had been told by the folks at Chaos about me when they started telling the same kind of lies about him, ended up blocking me on all this social media because of, again, believing a lie about me. And then I'm struck in this place of like, well, if I respond to it, people are saying that I'm attacking this guy. But if I don't respond to it, then people are believing the lie. And... You know, and the idea that I'm attacking him by, by uh, correcting the the lies like this, I, like that joke, that the not a very funny joke about a, a prisoner who kept assaulting a prison guard's fist with his face. <laughs> That's sort of how I feel. Like if, I'm, if I respond to being attacked, then I'm the seen as the attacker, and I guess you could put that in the category of victim blaming. But I'm not saying that I'm a victim, um, because, and this is. This is how you, I have to, if you if you ever find yourself hosting a Radio 8-Ball show, one, or any synchronistic thing, one of the things that you, you learn is that it's all your, everything that happens is your responsibility. I've been hosting this show for 20 years, and I know it's real magic, and I also know that Olympia is pretty magnetized by this magic, like no other place that I've been. And almost every time that I uncork a synchronicity show in Olympia, I end up getting in some kind of trouble over it. So... The idea that I could just start hosting shows here in Olympia again in the middle of the darkest time of the year uh, next to a graveyard on the cusp of, you know, a potential apocalypse, that that would somehow just be easy and not attract some demonic shit to me is would be, well, it's just be short-sighted and foolish. I've done this show enough. That's what we do. We open up the synchronicity and... What comes out, comes out. So I, uh, so basically I chose this, I chose all of this. And uh, well, I, not the anti-Semitism part, but, um, but it's everyone has their thing they gotta deal with and that's what I gotta deal with. So anyway, um, me, and, and I, will, I will give a quick little thing. There is a lot to be grateful for in my life right now. It's, I'm mostly present to the unpleasantness that this has all generated. It hurts. It, it hurts a lot. Um, at the same time, we were talking, I have a record coming out, just like you, Kendall, have a record coming out. And uh, and I, I want to make really clear, Kendall's just sitting here nicely listening. I'm not asking her to endorse or take sides in anything. That's This is my therapy session. I'm just telling you, telling what's going on. And uh, and we're going to get an answer to a question from Kendall's music in just a second. So, uh, So thanks for your patience with my process. And here's my question. My question has to do with the solstice, and it is this. If I set an intention during this session, and I hook that intention to the winter solstice, will the returning of the light bring with it the manifestation of my intention? And let me say that one more time. If I set an intention during this session and I hook that intention to the winter solstice, will the returning of the light bring with it the manifestation of my intention? And now, to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. we love it. Song number eight, which is Earl Grey Morning.
2: Oh, cool. Earl
0: Grey.
2: I'm all set up for that one.
1: Sweeten my tea Crawled out of bed late Waiting for that sun to shine Through the shadows that keep Falling on me It's an
0: And that was Earl Grey Morning from Kendall Winter, the answer to my question about tethering my intention to the coming of the light with the solstice and whether that uh, will pay off in the manifestation of that intention. I I was clear I don't actually I'm I'm hoping that throughout in coming up with that question I I'm, I'm hoping that throughout the course of this show I'll figure out what that intention should be. All right. Um but I have some ideas about how that answered my question, but do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Where is this an older song or That is an older song. Yeah. I wrote
2: that song when I was working at the Blue Heron Bakery. Uh-huh. Um down on Mud Bay and um I was working a early morning pastry shift and at about four o'clock in the morning, I'd get there, and the scones require uh, like twelve cups of honey, you know. And I'd go and um, put a pitcher under the honey bucket and let, have to wait for it to pour because the honey would be cold. And so mm-hmm. it kind of came out of just that. I had a couple minutes or twelve minutes probably for twelve cups. And to, Well, really, I should be doing something else. But there was also a guitar there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so was it one of Mudcat's guitars?
2: Uh, probably. Actually, well, there was a, Mudcat did have a guitar there, but there was also a, um just an old beat-up beater in the back. Mudcat
0: <laughs> uh uh, for, uh he's been a guest on the show and he's our I don't know, our resident blues man.
2: Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah. One of the he's sweetest. Comes to serenade us regularly. Yeah, and just at the bakery.
0: Hard to listen to his music and not feel happy. It's he true. just brings such, he brings a lot of joy. So, well, I have some ideas about uh, how that relates to my question, but did you have any ideas?
2: Ooh, off the top, I don't know. It's funny to sing a song knowing they about the intention yeah. to it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, then I'll just—I don't want to put you on the spot. I have so I think that it's—I think it was very actually. I took it as an optimistic answer, and also the idea—the idea about setting an intention and then uh, and then allowing it to come to fruition. A lot of that is about patience and a lot of you know sort of the faith that it will that it will occur and that a big part of 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 it occurring is allowing it to occur Uh, not push not stressing over it not and not uh, insisting that it occur the way that you would plan it out so that idea about okay well when you first look at it, you're like this is not going to happen. This is not, this honey is not going to thaw. It's going to, you know, it's going to take I forever. i a quick
2: fix from sugar.
0: <laughs> yeah. So but, should I wait? It's a, there's a natural, but it's a natural thing. Honey is honey. You can't, you can't, that's what happens with honey in the cold. And so, to me, and this, and also that it's just this sweetness too. I, 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 um, I'm feeling, um, because of the stuff that I, the context of my question, I'm feeling a lack of sweetness In my life right now. And I'll be honest. I could be in a sunny place. Leading up to the solstice. And I think I just energetically feel. I don't have to be in the midst of a painful controversy. To struggle with this week. And maybe people who are listening have similar things. Like just the wind. And it doesn't doesn't have to do with the specific light. It's like the energetic light. Mm. As soon as we come around that corner of the solstice. I can feel something shift in me. Maybe it's a placebo or, you know, hypochondria kind of like knowing that I create I create that. But it is what it is. And so uh, so I I, I think I'm going to take that as a as a as a positive that, yeah, that eventually that honey does pour and it doesn't go to your schedule. It goes to its schedule. And you have to find things to do, like be creative and write songs and do stuff. To keep your, you know, keep yourself grounded and feeling joy and and inspiration, while nature takes its course. And uh, one of the things that's that's tough about the situation I was talking about was that there's this unt- but this there's this untruth about what happened on a show that I recorded last week that's not going to come out until February. So between now and then. And then this is going to come out even after that, so there's this sense of having to wait for the truth to come out. like so there's that that uh, line about the a, a lie makes it halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its pants, <laughs> and that's and I feel like I'm I'm living that, and so that sense of trying to maintain the sense of the of patience and that the sweetness will pour but it'll, it's going to take a little while. Uh, so I think it's a good reflection. I think it's a good a good answer. Beautiful song, of course. That's the that's my favorite part about this is that no ma- no matter what kind of awful stuff I say before or after it in the middle of each one of these is a beautiful song from a great songwriter and
2: well, I hope that it has a like an yeah. optimistic quality to it ultimately. I do
0: think that Yeah.
2: That that is what I would like for it to <laughs> impose on. Well,
0: I I mean it's definitely a, an optimistic song, right? I mean Earl Grey more. It's a, everything about it is is sort of so. Well, not everything. I, like,
2: I kind of like to try to leave a little ink blot to the songs. Like I'm not sure that I. Yeah. To, you know, the kind of. I mean,
0: there's that the sirens rolling around. That's yeah, sirens, that's not jo- good.
2: Just, well, that's just a lot of volume around, right? Like it's just loud. I mean, the yeah. world is loud. Like there's a lot of things coming at you all the time. So it's a bit of like a. That's just the nature of it. The sirens and the kettle, like, right. saying like the water's hot. Now it's time for your tea. It's not normal. Right. But.
0: <laughs> Memories of the blue Heron bakery. Mm. Do you go back there still?
2: I love the bakery. Yeah, it's in a different spot now. Yeah. So it, you know the windows they used to crawl through aren't there anymore. But.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I still love it.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're going to be hanging with us for the next seven musical divinations. Yeah. That's your host Andros Jones wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the radio Ball
1: Show. It's a good show!